Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today we're going to talk about why countries uh, don't always follow the manual. This is a topic we've discussed on this channel for a very long time. And uh, we have examples of both. You know, we have examples of, hey, they're not following the manual. It's going to go bad. And then it goes bad. We have examples of, hey, they're following the manual. It's going to go well. And it goes well. Okay. We have both. And you can see it develop in real time. The process works. It's, it's not really something that's debated. If you don't know what I'm talking about, there are set ways of dealing with civil disturbance of demonstrations. And the number one thing is you don't want to provide a security clampdown, right? Because that creates sympathy for the other side, right? So here's a question that came in. Hey, Bo, something's been bugging me ever since you made that video on why countries sometimes don't follow the playbook. You say this is because indigenous and black rights movements threaten the status quo. However, you've also accurately pointed out that failing to abide by the playbook and using heavy-handed me methods actually strengthens the movement that is being targeted. If a movement threatens the status quo, wouldn't the playbook be used so that it has a harder time growing? By overreacting, it seems like the status quo is hampering its own interests. Is it so threatened that it begins to act irrationally? Short answer, yes. Long answer, also yes. And for those who don't know, when we talk about the playbook or the manual, that's not figurative. Um, there are literal manuals about this on civil disturbance, um, counterinsurgency, stuff like that. You can find most of them, at least declassified versions, on archive.org. Um, Okay, so why does it seem like governments use the uh, the playbook on those groups that really don't threaten them? You know, those that are protesting in favor of the current system, like the truckers, right? Um, and then they go off script when it comes to groups that actually threaten the status quo, therefore strengthening them. The obvious answer here is race. And when you're talking about unequal enforcement, race always has something to do with it. Um, but there's something else here as well. And it's not just the internal bias that occurs, although that factors into it. Rather than think about this, about this topic, right? Think about the public health issue. Subject matter experts, weirdos, advisors, these people, they get brought in and they provide their best advice to policymakers. They don't make policy, though. Just like with the public health thing, you can have experts walk in and say, hey, it would be really great if everybody wore N95s and have the policymaker make a point of not wearing a mask in public. It's the same thing. In Western countries, in the United States especially, there is the idea that to win, you have to be aggressive and you have to go in there and, you know, knock people around and beat the bad guy up because that's what's in all the movies. That's not true when you're dealing with something like this and it's counterproductive. However, that's what's in all the movies. That's what the voting base expects. So politicians will often 
completely disregard the advice of people they have paid ridiculous sums of money to give them advice and send in, you know, the guys with the shields and the batons. Without fail, it, it doesn't work. Um, not long term. Understand, most of the major demonstrations you are aware of, that you know of, you know about them because of an overreaction by state forces. Um, so part of it is they are angry that those people, those lesser people, challenged them, that they're challenging the status quo. And that impl implicit bias, that uh, internal bias that they have, well, that just makes it worse because those people have already been othered in their eyes, right? And then they look at poll numbers rather than professionals. They look at those poll numbers and the poll numbers say, you know, send in the brute squad. And it, that's what they do. And they seem, most of them seem completely unaware of the fact that when it comes to stuff like this, it isn't the group that can dish out the most that wins. It's the group that can take the most. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.